Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Lazarus. Joe Prano is out of town. We don't know. He's either in Miami or South Carolina. We're coming to you live from Venice Beach, California at the Smut Shack with Andy Ruther. What's up, Andy? Smut Studio. Oh, sorry, dude. I forgot it's a studio now. Yeah, it's, it's officially a smut studio. It's yeah. a work in progress. Smut studio apartment is what he means. Exactly, yes. exactly. That voice you're hearing over there is our special guest for the day, Westside comedy legend Nate Craig. Thank you for having me, guys. Dude. I, uh, I'm sorry for being such a goddamn Venice cliche this morning. <laughs> rolling well, out you were of an bed hour late and you and rolled up here in a skateboard and you're 40 years old? Rolling out of bed at 4.30 p.m. in the afternoon, an hour late for a podcast, <laughs> jumping on my skateboard and wheeling on down to the beach, <laughs> to the smut shack. Yeah. Studio. <laughs> sorry, Andy. It's a studio. It's you're studio. right. You're right. Right. Um, yes, just to, to just to, just to finish off the cliche, yeah. and and also I refer to a shack as a studio. <laughs> Nate, um, you're on the podcast today not only because you're a son of Milwaukee and a a great Milwaukee slash Wisconsin slash Green Bay sports fan, you also released a brand new comedy album album Preferred Customer just a week ago. Yeah. It's available uh, everywhere. It's not available yet. I have uh, it's there's a like a three week process by, before your uh, before those that content hits the market. Yeah, but it will be out mid October. And thank you. Yeah. Yes, I think the I think the release date will be in the vicinity of October twentieth. Download availability only. Can I get it on vinyl? You can't get it on vinyl. I don't do the hard copies anymore. Yeah. Um, it's all digi. Yeah. It's all digital. Um, which I think your podcast listeners can appreciate. Yeah, they can absolutely appreciate that. Um, but yeah, and then we also shot it too. So, um, you know, depending on if I find a landing spot for it, that'll be a special to come uh, come out early. Cool. Early next year. Cool. Yeah. And that was shot here in Los Angeles. Yeah, Dynasty Typewriter Theater downtown by MacArthur Park. There, real dope spot. They yeah. do Harmontown podcast. They do a ton of shows there. Uh, almost, I think maybe every night of the week. I don't think they're dark at all. And they um, they uh, they did a really nice job with an old theater. It's a two hundred seater. It's perfect. It's great. And I was like, this is the spot. And the crowd was great. The recording went great. I loved it. Awesome, dude. You you're not only. I mean, you re- recorded an album in two thousand eighteen. Your Milwaukee Brewers won the division in 2018. Yeah, let's get down to the more important. You also got engaged in 2018. Again, the Brewers with focus <laughs> on. Um, yeah, it was a big year. Been, yeah, been big a big, year. been an active year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you lost your your grandmother's ring on the beach. Oh, let's not forget about that. Yeah, yeah, your girl threw it into the sand. You were there for. I this. was there for that, Andy. You were there for this. I don't have to tell you the story, no. but uh, listeners. Um, your your uh, your boy Andy Lazarus was a real hero. I did nothing though. I did not find the ring. Oh, you were part of the first leg of not finding the ring. <laughs> That's true. That's you true. You were instrumental in the first part of not finding the ring. Yeah, Andy, 
So what happened? Well, so I I wanted to propose last year, every year for the fireworks, you know, I I come down on whatever, you know, hallucinogens somebody has spiked my punch with. And uh and I watched the fireworks in the ocean with a beer. It's my favorite thing. It's the best. And um my my girl came with me last year and uh you know, we fell in love. I fell in love with her. She tells me now I fell in love with her. She it took her a couple more months. But then um then I you know, this year I was just like between then and now she came home and met my parents and uh and I decided that uh I'd be an idiot to not uh to not lock her up. Uh and uh so I was gonna propose and this is the only place I really think of it's the most romantic place. I was just like I'm gonna do it in the ocean. I know it's a risk taking my family heirloom diamond ring. <laughs> To the beach. Was it your grandmother's diamond ring? My grandma's ring? diamond ring at, that my dad and my uncle agreed to give to me together. They had a they had a summit. <laughs> and uh It was a big deal. It was a thing. You, and you met at Camp David. And uh <laughs> and so it it I mean it made it it was in my hand, it made it through the proposal, made it out of the ocean, gets on her finger, it's got a little clasp on it because my grandma had arthritis real bad, so I had to get around her knuckles. I go back in the ocean. Caroline's got, you know, tiny hands and uh she's talking with her hands like an Yeah, like a like nobody knew that you were gonna propose yeah. at the beach and and uh I remember I was running around because I was on hallucinogens as well. It was hilarious. Andy and uh this uh, Wait, are you proposing while you're tripping balls? I was on acid, yes. <laughs> Wrong um, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> Love on acid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for some reason, him and our buddy Tyler bring like all their belongings. Like they had like safety deposit boxes. Yeah. Like, no, I had. There was like, there was like a backpack. I had my passport with, with me. It was nonsensical. <laughs> I was like, dude, we're going, we're getting in. Just bring flip flops and, you know, shorts. That's I was all like, you fuck need. that. I'm taking everything. I'm taking my bag. <laughs> I'm taking three pairs of Jordans. I'm taking. <laughs> This is, I have, um, I got everything. I mean, I'm, and I'm making fun of him. I got my grandma's heirloom diamond ring, but I mean, I'm just saying, so we get back, we're all in the, in the water, you know, we're floating me, I mean, my great. girl are like, you know, 50 yards away floating. Right. We're all just watching, tripping, watching the fireworks. You could see them up in Malibu. You can see them all the way down to Long Beach. It's the perfect thing. And, uh, so then we get back to the beach and these guys are like, we think we lost our stuff. They're, they're, they're down the beach. It's Venice Beach, 4th of July. Like, I'm sprinting up and down the beach. They're ready to check pockets for yeah, his fucking yeah. for his Talking to strangers. Phones. Like, oh, have you seen this red backpack? Meanwhile, me, me and my chick get out, onto the sand. You know, we're freshly engaged. We look, we're like, oh, it's right there. Like, it's 10 yards that way. Like, it's, it's a pile of shit. You can see it. It's the only thing on the beach that's not, you know, drunk and tripping on right. acid. Right. And it's just staying still right there. Yeah. And so we find the shit and we finally track them down. We tell them we got their stuff. They're happy about that. We tell them we're engaged. We're nuts about that. Everybody's happy. Caroline starts talking with her hands and whoosh, off goes the fucking ring into the night sky and, and sand. It's like we all see it kind of go off in slow motion. I didn't like, see it. Oh, I was happy. No. I was praying to my grandma in the ocean and I come back to weeping and a distraught former fiance (laughs) and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and andy's like trying to like okay so okay so bro uh she lost the ring uh 
And I'm just like, and he's like, I think I found it. Oh no, that's a unicorn. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Balls. I'm, like, I'm not being helpful. Um, I'm like, it could be in this area here. Yeah, I'm like, babe, where? She's like, I don't know, four feet, ten feet, this way, ish. So we put a beer can where she was standing when she dropped it, and you know, I'm like, babe, I don't care about a ring. I asked you to marry me because you don't care about a ring, but. Yeah, but my, you're being, you're my being dad's, super chill about my it. My dad's been waiting his whole life to make me feel bad about something like this. My <laughs> uncle's 300 pounds, and I was my grandma's favorite. I took French so I could speak. She was a French war bride. I took French to speak it with her. I was her favorite grandson. If I lose this ring, my cousins fucking win. Let's find this motherfucking ring right now. Let's find this. I'm finding this ring. No way do we lose this ring. Andy's cell phone's all we got. We start looking. Every time somebody takes a step, I've seen more sand pile on top of more sand. It's like that's Streganona. Yeah. Remember that story with the pasta? <laughs> and so I flag down, 20 minutes goes by. I flag down lifeguards, these two, these two hilarious meathead Cali right, lifeguards. Yeah. yeah, just like typical lifeguard. Oh, bro, we see this all the time. Bro, you got you to gotta call this guy yeah. who's, who's like king of the, the metal. They're like we've seen Dude him. Thing. We've seen him find some stuff. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's got. They go into the. They unlock the lifeguard tower and they bring me like construction paper, <laughs> like the shittiest business card. He gave us a couple. One of them disintegrated on contact. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so we call this guy. He doesn't answer. He calls back right before you're about to take off. Thank well, God. Well, you, you. I can't remember exact the exact reason was, but you sent me home. You're like. You get out of here. You got to go tell my friend Angie because she was watching my house because that's a party going on in my house. There's that's right. Okay, party so I had, to, I had to go tell everybody that. No, 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 no. The instru- This is now. This is beautiful. Right. The instruction was tell only Angie. Don't tell anyone else because if we don't come back with this ring, I don't want anybody fucking. You right. go back and tell every single goddamn person at the party. Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was tripping balls. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that wasn't going to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nope. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. We forgive you for it, but it is a. It I was... might have told Angie, in company. That's uh-huh. true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How did that go over? I would like to know how that got received. Devastation. They're very excited and then devastated. Oh no! Yeah, you yeah. gave it to him in parts. Yeah. You're like good news, bad news, good guys. Good news, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good news is they got engaged. Bad news is they're no longer engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Lost his grandmother's ring. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, back at the beach. Well, fuck. Well, first of all, the guy calls back. Yeah, and he comes before out. you leave. Before you leave, he the guy calls back and he's like, "I, I pretty much, I, I heard your, I heard your message. I pretty much guarantee I'll find this ring. I've, I've got more kisses from other men's wives than any man in America. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much guarantee I'll find wait, this wait, ring. Wait, that's his line. That's his line. Yeah. Out the gate, coming in hot, yeah. dude. He, I was yeah. like, all right, well, that's okay. So okay. when you, when can you get here? He's well, it's gridlock traffic. I got a skateboard down there, so uh, I'm in Culver City. <laughs> going to take me an hour uh i'm like i'm all telling right. you this is a movie yeah. forget crazy rich asians you need to do like fucking crazy high white people or some shit yeah. i mean i mean this is just like this is did you guys ever see that movie uh bruce willis star in it i think it's called one night in venice or some shit it's like a recent one that went straight to hulu oh, no. yeah no i never saw it look no. it up it's it's something was it, was it this was it nate's life but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's Bruce Willis is a private investigator, 
I'm shocked he did this. Went straight. To, there's a lot of big names in it, and he's always on a skate. At once, at one point, he's completely naked skateboarding down like Pacific Avenue. Bruce Willis, yeah, is naked on a skateboard. I mean, they show his bare ass. They don't show his junk, but I'm telling you, this this what you have here. <laughs> it seems like a similar screenplay here. Yeah. <laughs> well, for some reason, I was the only person in contact with. Uh, metal detector guy. He hit, like he kept your calling call. me. Yeah, right. he kept calling you. And I was away from away from the scene, uh-huh. telling all your friends. But we had but told him told where we were, and he them. knows the beach right. inside and out, literally. Yeah. And uh, he 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 knew we were at Tower Tower Twenty Six. Tower Twenty Six. So we were there, and I don't know. So they're gone, and we're back in the dark. We're just I'm just like I got my system. I'm combing in. I'm combing out. I'm combing in, and then I'm fucking. I'm, <laughs> I'm rubbing it. Together. I'm rubbing it with in between my hands, and I and about a I don't know hour and a half total, maybe two hours total goes by and i found the ring it's amazing found it with my uh with my uh yiddle hand (laughs) and i ran off into the dark like i just won the world cup dude i if i'd had i could have had 12 t-shirts because that could have changed the i'd have ripped 12 t-shirts off my body if the metal detector guy found it if i had a t-shirt made out of foam books i would have ripped it off my body (laughs) um yes it would have it was better that i found it yes for sure sure. yeah it's better that i found it and also, I don't know what I pay that guy if he finds it. What do you pay him? I was like a thousand bucks. The number in my head was like, I'm gonna have to pay this guy a thousand dollars to find yeah. this fucking ring. Yeah. And you know, I, at that point, I really didn't care. It wasn't like stressing me out, dude. If you came over on a skateboard, you give him a Subway six inch sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I feel like the bar has been set low for this man's life. Um, you know what? Uh, that sounds good. Um, but he's kind of got you by the balls in the sure. moment. I think, uh, you know, I'm, he was a really nice guy and I was like, well, let me, he, I, you know, he finally calls you. Give me your phone. Yeah. First of all, we came back to my house and found out that, uh, my fiance and I, we found out we celebrate differently Yeah. because, uh, she sat down with a glass of, uh, Chardonnay and told the story to Jen, our neighbor and yeah. all her all her chirping friends <laughs> and I went back into my house and did as many drugs as I could gather up on a table conquering here and then I took my keg and I sat it out on the cement and I drank beer from a tube <laughs> for four hours and that's how the Milwaukee Brewers won the won Central Division. The Central in Division, yeah, right? Yeah, that's exactly. how you set. That's how you set the tone. <laughs> that's how you get your team through the summer, the dog days of summer. So, Nate, um, how closely have you followed this this Milwaukee team? I got to admit, man. Uh, you know, Milwaukee does this often. They, uh, you know, back when I was a kid, they used to they used to come out. They one year one year they started. With, you know 14 and 0 I think they did yeah. and then uh you know they they uh just fall off a cliff after the all-star break um and so you know I don't they're they're not the same brewers anymore their payrolls you know middle of the pack um and am I right I'm I I don't know what their payroll is but because I think um the last time the I went to the playoffs really in 2000, 2011 right with CC they their payroll was like one ten or one twenty right. or something like that, which is like not, dude. I mean, b- back when it was like the, the you know the f- f- 
two the two royal you know the royal couple and a herd of peasants yeah you know, when back when the, the payrolls were like 250 million dollars or like 30 the pirates paid like 36, 36 million, million dollars or something like, yeah well no it, it's not it's not crazy that yeah you're in you're, you're in the kansas city royals minnesota twins i have it right here they are 22nd out of 30 teams that you're right they're right in back of the Twins, they're ahead of the Phillies. 108.9 million. That's nothing for 22nd. Yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. To put things in context, Boston Red Sox are one at 228 million. Yeah, so it's more than double. The Giants, who are fucking dog shit, are 197 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And the only big free agent you guys signed was Lorenzo Cain, who is costly. I mean, you traded for Yelich, uh-huh. right? And you signed Mistakis mm-hmm. when he was like for nothing because yeah. nobody was signing him. Yeah, nobody was signing him. I yeah. mean, you know, and we pay Ryan Braun. I f- I feel like we still get a deal on Ryan Braun. Yeah, he's still I very solid. I know player. I'll never understand that Ryan Braun co- contract. What what did he get? One hundred and twenty million. He, he, no, I think he got eight. I think he got like eight million dollars a year. What's Ryan Braun's contract? He, he he. I swear to God, he signed for eight years for like eight schmill a year. <laughs> I'm serious. Why did he do maybe that? maybe it was like an eighty million dollar. I'd ne- I've never understood the Ryan Braun contract. Nate is still tripping from that night. Uh, <laughs> he signed a five year, uh, one hundred and five million. Okay. That seems more. So he makes twenty one million. A yeah. Year. yeah, I'm way off. Yeah. All right. Well, well <laughs> he's way is, too. He's hold way up. Too is that an Jewish extension? Is that an extension? Sign an eight year contract for extension? one million a year. Well, this is what he's doing. He made uh, twenty million this year. He'll make nineteen next year. Seventeen in twenty twenty and fifteen. So it keeps going down. Fifteen million in twenty twenty one. So it's actually sense. not a bad deal. What was? No. Can you see his last contract there? I f- I swear to God, he was. We were getting him for nothing for several years yeah you're probably right because tw- this is this is how it goes 2011 he made five million 2012 seven million 2013 nine and a half million 2014 11 and 2015 13 and then it jumps to 20 i'm saying so it's a good deal these it's a brewers. good deal it's you a know? good deal They're- it also helps when you have a bunch of fucking island guys that's yes, you, that's what you need. Yes, and yeah. that's what you need. That's where you get your entire infield. And yeah, everybody knows exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you had a big uh, Jesus Aguilar came up this year. Fucking giant Dominican with braces. Giant gold chain. Man. It's bombs. Your uh, your shortstop braces Arcia. just for show. Yeah. Yeah. His his grill guy went went a little bit <laughs> went a little crazy went a little, went a little bit avant garde. Yeah. <laughs> That, that always amazes me when adults have braces. Like, do you not know about Invisalign? Like, Invisalign is a legit real But it doesn't, thing. I mean, these are, you got to remember, these are island people. Yeah. You know? Invisalign hasn't made its way down no, there. No, it hasn't made its way down there. They spend all their money on chains. Um, But, yeah, the team, I, I had did zero research about my predictions this season. I honestly was just like, I want to pick somebody new. I knew Yelich went over there. You had a feeling about the Brewers. I just had early. a feeling about the Brewers. I, um, I knew they had some some Brown, and I'm all about the Brown. And it really feels good that now that they they're not only in the playoffs, they won the division, and they've got home field advantage throughout. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What was your first Brewers experience? What was the first time you went to the ballpark? And Dude, I went to um, I went to a game in the um, when I was just a kid in like um, eighty. What would it have been when they lose the World Series? Eighty two. 
82. Um, Harvey's Wallbangers? Yeah, I went, to, I went to a game in the ALCS. Oh, shit. In 82. Yeah. That, and I, I vaguely remember, I know we were sitting upper deck, kind of like third base, I remember. Yeah. I remember I have I remember that vantage point that's like the you know the 2D yeah. memory in my yeah, in my right. brain you know I was a I was I was either f- I guess I would have been 5 No that makes sense that was, that was my my dad was a Cardinals fan and that was my first experience in baseball was that World Series uh-huh. against that team Yeah Yeah and it yeah. was a great World Series because it was it was like Cecil two, Cooper, Raleigh Fingers, yeah, that whole team, that whole squad. Gorman Thomas, Robin Yount was a rookie, Robin Yount rookie was of the year, rookie AL of the rookie year. of the year. I think he was. It might have been rookie of the year and MVP. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah, stud. Yep, he Total. saved saved the no hitter on that incredible like dive dive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty awesome season, yeah. and I and I can't really remember much of it, but I remember the excitement was awesome. Right. Yeah, that was my first experience in baseball, and it was like a a team full of like dudes who hit bombs, mm-hmm. the Brewers, and then a team full of like super fast guys who stole bases. Was Rob Deere on that team yet? No, I think no. Rob Deere came Rob in like '87. I swing hard in I case swing hard. so when I hit it, it goes a long yeah, way. I'll hit 19 home runs and I'll strike out 200 times. Yeah, <laughs> get paid, son. Um, yeah, so then that, and then you know, I would just go to County every year a couple yeah. times, County Stadium, and that yeah. was so that was a great stadium, you know, where, where they went, shot never Major League. There. Yeah, it, oh, that was the. That's where they, they shot, shot Major, Major League. League. Yeah, that's why Brewer fans kind of take a little ownership of that. Yeah, that uh, movie, even though it's the Indians, because it's all at County. Yeah, and Euchre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying this the other day. If Milwaukee gets in the fucking World Series, let Euchre call. Let Euchre call the let games. Let him call the games. Why would you make us listen to Joe, Joe Buck, Buck again? Again, when you have Bob Euchre. Oh. I mean, obviously the other team's gonna have issues with that, but only because they're fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't want Bob Euchre calling the game, he's the best. The best. He's the best. The best. You know, there's a reason fucking Vin Scully wasn't in Major League because he wasn't <laughs> the best. Yeah, he wasn't the best. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't have the. Everybody uh, tells you he's the best, but he's not the best. If he was the best, he would have been on Mr. Belvedere. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> you know, Vince Scully didn't make the cut for Mr. Belvedere. No, no. Uh, yeah, it, it would be like you. Everybody says, "Oh, I, I'd listen to Vince Scully." You know, read it off a grocery list. He's like, "Yeah, but would you watch him on Mr. Belvedere?" No, nope. you wouldn't. No. It's no. like the original. Has he ever hosted SNL? I nope. doubt it. Would you would you listen to Vince Scully condescend to an Englishman? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you because wouldn't. that would have been uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Bob Euchre could make that likable. Yes. <laughs> I'm calling it right here. There will be a Mr. Belvedere reboot within the next five years. Oh man. I, I mean, mean they're rebooting everything. If they let you call the if, World yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my point. They're rebooting everything. Who's gonna I mean, like who's gonna replace Bob Euchre? I mean, obviously Mr. Belvedere is the most replaceable no. like title character. No, you know what they would have to do? Ever. They would have to Euchre would have to be the neighbor and they it would have to be a black family hiring an English butler. Right. That's a fun one. Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have Lil Rel Howery <laughs> with with a with an English butler, right. and I will watch that show. <laughs> All day. All day. Ricky Gervais as the butler. I like Ricky Gervais. Who else is there? What other What other Brit is, is going to be cool with Lil Rel Howery? I mean... You need a, you need a, you need a, a larger... Gandalf? Stuart, the Gandalf guy? Stuart Lee would never do it. 
Yeah, what about he'd be uh, the best. Christopher Lee? Guy who played Saruman? Serious English well, actor. Too bad Christopher Hitchens isn't still around. Then we could have this asshole neocon butler. <laughs> you have Lorel Howery telling some asshole neocon <laughs> butler that Jesus exists. <laughs> um, so... We're agreed so who that, st- that fucking Bob Euchre must call the World must Series. Must call the World Series. Even if they don't make it. Why yeah, the fuck why do I have to listen to Joe Buck again? Right. Ugh. And, or at least if you're going to have Joe Buck call the World Series, put Troy Aikman in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, everything? Do, is, is he the voice? We've decided that he's, I mean, goddamn. He's he's literally the most, like, like undercover smug fuck i ever. like what they're doing with uh what they did with monday night football because they got <laughs> jason witten in there yeah and is there a dumber man in sports than jason witten like, no he, i think that's the worst i'm gonna say this right now i didn't think when i, I think first heard him that's the worst assembled crew i've ever seen i kind of like it i like How? it i like it because they got the guy on a crane down there they got Wait, is that Booger McFarland? Booger yeah, McFarland's on a crane. Guy, you put the black guy out of the booth, it just looks racist. <laughs> no, he's down there with the players, man. Yeah, he's, he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people. I I, I like it. It feels totally f- different and, and foreign. And yes, I get it. I don't necessarily like anybody on the broadcast, but it's hilarious to me that they're thro- – at least they're not just force-feeding us the same – you know who's the best, is my opinion, calling football? Charles Davis. Charles Davis – you hate Charles Davis? How can you hate Charles Davis? I don't hate him, but he bugs the fuck out of me. Why? I don't hate him because Why? he's so excited about football and he knows so much. Yeah, but so is Gus Johnson. Okay, I like Gus Johnson. I like Gus, like Johnson, Gus Johnson a lot more. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, well, Gus Johnson's the play-by-play. Yeah, I he's know. talking color commentator. Charles, Charles Davis is the color commentator. Which, by the way, I, I feel nervous every time I say that term yeah uh but he is just don't add, just, just, just don't add the ed at the yeah, end the color commentary. <laughs> he's the color who does the com- oh, no, 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 i meant the color commentary no, no, i'm sorry oh it's it's okay if you say color commentator <laughs> um i do like charles Dave. i uh but i i don't know it, i'll it tell is, you what it I is hilarious it is it is noticeably um unpolished the new monday night football broadcast the first time I heard Jason Witten, I was like, oh, this guy's not going to make it <laughs> this season. Like, I don't know if he's going to make it to week You just got to keep Jason Witten talking about football. Yeah. Like, if you get him anywhere outside of football, he is. It's just a dope. He is, right? he is a, he is a six-cliche post-game interview. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just trying to do the best I can for the ball club, you know. Not get a outside myself, and uh, God willing, we'll win the game. Yeah, J- Jason, any uh, any thoughts on your uh, your mother's passing? <laughs> well, uh, you know she she uh, she did the best she could. Um, <laughs> she worked real hard. She worked real hard. Uh, and you know, uh, I owe everything to my mother. You know, it's uh, she, everybody everybody around her uh, worked real hard. She's, and, a, she's uh, a real great lady. Yeah, I, I love to listen. Do you think they just they just gave Jason Witten the job? They're like, oh, Tony Romo's great. You'll be great, too. You like Tony Romo. You guys are pals. I think it's a built-in demo, you know, the, that for some reason those Cowboys, they got a following. Yeah, and, they uh, do. 
and and so you got a built in you got yeah. a built in audience if you if you, if you uh, played for the Cowboys. If you played for the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, Michael Irvin's allowed to rant and rave on television. Ir- no, Michael oh. Irvin, get him. I'll listen to Michael Irvin now. Oh, and I, I, I and love I, Michael Irvin. I hated Michael Irvin as a player, but hated. I, but I will. Uh, but I love that whole NFL Network team is is fun. I like yeah. Mariucci. I like Dion. Amen. Dion. That, Dion's the best. That's all I ever preach. That's all I ever preach is yeah. the NFL Network team. And my favorite show on the NFL Network is Twenty First and Prime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with and now that they've added Shannon Sharp, you got Ladanian Tomlinson, Shannon Sharp, Dion, and then you got Carissa Thompson trying to reel in all the guys. It is amazing and entertaining. I yeah. love it every Sunday night. Yeah, I, I I will not watch Fox like pregame show. I will not watch CBS, but I'll watch NFL Network for sure. So speaking to those Brewers, back to the back to the back team, to the Brew Crew, back to what matters. Yeah. So you're you you've got it's maybe the Cubs, maybe the Rockies. You got a five game series. I don't know anything about in in all honesty, man, I don't know about anything about the Brewers. Like all right. I, all, like all I, I don't know follow about baseball. Baseball to me has kind of has kind of been long <laughs> long dead. Yeah. Long dead in my eyes. I mean I'm a I'm a look, I mean I'm a die I got three brewer hats in my in my Hold closet. On. Can I pull that clip? He, he just disses baseball. Comes on your baseball podcast. It's pretty amazing. Because I, I asked him. No, I, I asked him. No, yeah. I know. He knows the he, big. Yeah, we. You know, he knows. I know. It's. I, know. I mean, and also it's, there's a I, there's a legit beef with fucking MLB like luxury tax. Get the fuck out of here. Like what? Like every other league is making it work with a salary cap, but baseball. Baseball won't do it, and I understand the reasons why. But why is that? Because I don't, I don't know. Well, because New York it. doesn't want to give Pittsburgh a goddamn dime. It's it's all well, about it's all about. You can have a salary cap. Well, here's here's the problem with baseball, is that you know sometimes you have good owners and you have shit owners. All these guys are rich. They just choose to pocket the money and not spend it on the team. You know, like the Yankees have their own giant television network and they're in New York, so they've got a little bit, you know, more leeway to uh, to spend on their team. But, like, the Brewers could spend more money. The The Twins could spend more money. They, they do revenue sharing. Those guys pocket that cash and put it in their pocket. They don't, you know... Is there revenue sharing in Major League Baseball? Yes, there is. And okay, is. well, you know what? I, I I'm not trying to limit how much the players can get, but I'm not worried about the bottom, a salary floor. I'm worried about a salary cap. Like it's, it's I think there should be a sal a minimum, a minimum and a max, and a minimum and a, and a I'm max. with that. Yeah. I totally am in favor of that. Yeah, because yeah, then you don't you're not taking any money away from right. the players, right? And you're not like having you're not like taking away Carl anybody's Poland chain money, or whoever. Fucking in Minnesota, just right. fucking pocketing cash. Yes, no, yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just hard to it's hard to compete with a two hundred and thirty million dollar Boston Red Sox. That's hard. Dynasty salary, right? You know? It is hard. Starter fund. But you know what you do? You get some brown guys. Yeah, because they're cheap. Well, you I know? mean, it's like it's, it's not like, like what, white, not like not like these corn farmers in Nebraska won't die to play for peanuts and for sure. whatever chance they get. But, but I, but I mean, once you know, it's just about it's whether or not. My buddy played for the Red Sox for a year, in, in rookie ball, yeah. and he said, you know, you get a per diem every day, and he said all the the Dominican guys would 
would pocket their per diem and then go in the park and hunt squirrels and eat the squirrels. Nuh-uh. Yep. Nuh-uh. Yep. In Massachusetts? In Massachusetts. United States. United States. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. Good for them. Let me try that squirrel. Exactly. Yeah, let me try that squirrel. I'll try that squirrel. <laughs> yeah. I'll go out and... Pocket that cash, bro. My brother shot a squirrel in our backyard and cooked it. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's How was it? That's Dominican. I don't think I ate it, but he was like, yeah, I don't think he knew what the hell he's doing. He shot it with a fucking BB gun. I don't think these guys shoot the squirrels. I think they go and knife them. You know, it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got yeah, any of those guys' numbers? Because there's these pesky squirrels <laughs> yeah. up in this tree outside of my apartment. Yeah. yeah. Always making too much goddamn noise. Yeah, they don't want to eat that, that BB shot. Yeah. They want them, you know, puro. God, what a bunch of badasses. <laughs> Seriously. They they squirrel stew. <laughs> I'll eat some squirrel stew. Yeah, it's a little gamey, but it's all right. I mean, that's why, like, like as a as a white man, like, what the fuck have I done? These guys are eating squirrel. Like, there is the limit right there. Those guys are eating squirrels mm-hmm. in America. In America, just you know, no thought about it. Just being like, yeah, I'm pocketing. It makes sense to them, and it makes sense. It's like. You know, you don't know how long, how long you're going to be here. You can't spend that per diem money. Send it back. They probably do send it back. Yeah. Um. So anyway, you got Jesus Aguilar, you got Arcia. Tell got me about Domingo my pitching. Ayala. Tell me about my pitching. My favorite pitching staff. I don't know anything about your pitching staff, and what one of the reasons I was concerned about the Brewers because I thought for sure they'd make a trade for, um, you know. Not Verlander this year, but somebody like that, and like they did with CC. All my boys are you know? really f- are have been sitting tight on our bullpen all year. They're yeah. like, we don't need to give away anybody. Right, we're good. They're well, like, got we this got guy, arms. Bill Hader. Yes, he's just he's the shutdown guy. He's yeah. the he's the sent racist tweets when he was <laughs> when seventeen he was years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he's good, dude. I was watching that he game throws yesterday. An easy ninety nine. My boy CJ on that I do my podcast yeah. with the visitors locker room, find us at SoundCloud. Uh, he likes to say that that's the new saber metric. Old racist <laughs> tweets. Scouts are looking for him now. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. The kid from Villanova got drafted in the middle of the NBA draft. He had some old racist tweets, right? Dincenzo? No. Oh. No, they weren't racist. No. Dante Divincenzo. Yeah. It, was, it was just about like. Dude, dude was getting his ass licked at 13, apparently. It was all about... Oh, he was just an advanced... Yeah, it was all about... It was all sexual sexually. stuff he's, about... He's getting his ass licked at 13? I, I'm not exaggerating. He was tweeting... Fucking good for him, he Dante. Was, he was yeah. tweeting about getting his ass licked in the eighth grade. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> well, the neighborhood liked that one. <laughs> all right, I'm looking up your team. Yeah, like, I don't even know who we start Thursday. Um. Yeah. We're gonna find that out. I mean, I thought. I think you're gonna. I think honestly, I think you're gonna start Miley Wade Miley, um, who uh, who I feel like Wade Miley used to be a bullpen guy, but he's kind of an emergency starter this year for you guys. But you guys, it looks like you guys are gonna try to go the Kansas City Royals route, where you're gonna try to score, you know, six runs and uh, get to the fourth inning. Get and, to the fourth inning and yeah. just throw a bunch of fucking nasty shit at them right you know um and you're definitely going to go against the the cubs or the rockies um now as a as a brewer fan and and more importantly as just 
just a Milwaukee, Wisconsin fan going up against Chicago, oh. do you kind of want that or you want to avoid them? I, I'll tell you why I want it. I want it now because they lost the play-in game. Yeah. And so it's in their head now. Yeah. And if there's anybody who can get in their heads, it's Cub fans right. and Cub players and the whole organization. Yeah. And they can choke show their way out of a out of a, a one game series they can definitely they and can it's get, five we, it's five games too so right anything we, can they, happen and they could be up to nothing we could still win the series right. like i like i'm not afraid of the cubs at all and you know obviously they 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 know how to win obviously but um but i do like that we beat them already and i don't know anything about the rockies there's not a team I like to ignore more in all of professional sports than the, <laughs> the Colorado, Colorado Rockies. Rockies. Yeah, I will. T- I will not. I don't. T- matter of fact, don't tell me anything about the Rockies. I don't care about Won't the Rockies. Do Won't do. I don't want to know about the Rockies. I don't know. Wanna, I don't want to know about their stupid, fucking, dollhouse stadium. Whatever dimensions that they play with out there, they have a park past the center field wall or whatever cutesy shit they got. They're f- mountain air. Where would you put them bats. as far as? As far as list of, because that is a good point. As far as if someone made a list of the most forgotten, non-cared about franchises of all professional sports, I would probably put the Rockies up there. I'm talking outside of the city. Outside of? You you know, obviously people care somewhat in Denver, but I'm saying that's what, Nate is right, because when they were playing yesterday, I thought the same. I feel like the Diamondbacks and the Padres are very similar. I, I got I got the team. I got the team. The Phoenix Coyotes are the most <laughs> the most ignored the most ignorable team in all of professional sports. It's definitely not a football team and it's you know it's hard to make it a baseball team, but it's 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 a hockey team isn't easy. There it's that list starts with five hockey teams before For it sure, gets. because there's a bunch of hockey teams in non hockey towns. Right. It's been a rash of them. Like Right, like if Vegas, if Nashville. Winnip- if Winnipeg and Nashville hadn't played in the uh, Western Conference Finals, then it would be, it would be that it would be either one of them. Right, I had no idea. See, look, I, I had no idea Nashville. Oh, wait, was it the, West? In the But I think Western they support they support them good in Nashville. What about the Carolina? Of course, team? they also support the Titans in Nashville. I mean, yeah. Nashville's just they're just stuck on their hill <laughs> with nothing to do. Yeah. Except music and whatever sports teams is and, and walk marathons, right? And they they don't really have a college, you know. That's college football country, and they don't really have, you know. Well, Knoxville is actually not that close. Yeah, you know Knoxville Knox- on the other side of the Knoxville's state. the other side of the state. Yeah. I gotta say, man, am I the only one? College football is just obnoxious to me these days. And I grew up. I'm a huge Badger fan. I'm rooting right. for the Badgers, of course. I used to sell cokes in that stadium. College football to me is just so unwatchable. Why? I don't give a fuck about. I'm really annoyed that they are that in this day and age they're still dragging those kids out there, acting like they're talking about them. They all gather in TV studios. Grown men gather in TV studios to fucking talk about the third string quarterback at Clemson, like he's not 19. And like he's not taking shots to the head like car accidents to his And they all get paid to do it. And they all get paid to do it. And these kids get nothing. And they're and they're forget about that. The NCAA is just printing straight money. Up, straight up slavery. It's straight up slave labor. Yeah. And you can't even give these kids insurance for the rest of their lives. 
Fuck you, dude. The NCAA, the only thing... But what's the solution? I mean... The solution is give give them fucking health insurance forever. At bare minimum, give them health insurance forever. Take your fucking stack of gold. Don't be so fucking greedy. Don't be so greedy. But isn't that... Look, I'm not... How much much does Saban make a year? About ten million. He's actually the highest. Saban, Saban, Saban is one of the most ridiculous human a beings. Year in, he's in the, the highest world. Paid, to coach college football. He's the yeah. highest paid. Uh, he's the highest paid public employee in the state of Alabama. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a public employee to he's coach all, college football and be a miserable fuck all of the time. All the time. But it, but, but I would argue that Nick Saban deserves every penny of that. For what he's the money he brings in, I'm not disagreeing that athletes that we don't need to Andy, fix this problem. Andy, we all understand your point. We all understand how much money Alabama makes with their football program, but the NCAA is sitting on an island of money, and these guys are going out there walk-ons at literally, Iowa literally are no, shattering their spines. Zero overhead costs. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Again, I'm not disagreeing that there needs to be some sort of change. I, I just think, to me, I, I think a lot of this is, well, first of all, if I'm not against the guys being paid, if you want to base it basically on the market value, like a capitalistic way, basically saying, this athlete is this good, he can make this much, this guy plays at Akron, no one gives a shit about him, he, you know what I'm saying? But 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 that's I, how you talk your way out of it, though. The the people who are in favor of this free labor, that's how you talk. Well, then what are you going to do? Then there's a whole complicated. Yeah, there's how many fucking tens of thousands of football players in NCAA college football? There's how many teams? 200 some. And how many people on a roster? 50. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then that's fucking exactly fucking 100 and whatever it is. So many thousand kids. And so you, you get, you know, that makes, turns it into a kind of a, a bureaucracy. Uh, uh, that is, you know, kind of mind-numbing when you could just do something real simple. Real simple. And I don't know. I don't like, need, if you I, play for an SEC, Pac-12, uh, Big 12... You're saying Power 5. Power 5 conference? Yeah, you should be paid. You get, because they have gigantic TV you get, deals. You get at the bare minimum... You, I, I don't even think it needs to be money right away. You could. You could... Put money in a trust just for you. Just put it in a trust. It's a retirement account. You get a check every month, just like Social Security. Why? Like they, like you did but, it. Congrats, but where, you but made I'm, it. I'm just trying to break down where all this is coming from. So, if you're saying this person, what do so, minor league baseball players make? Not much money. Yeah, give them that. But again, where's that money coming from? I'm just asking these questions. Where, where's that money coming from? From all the TV deals that they have, the multi multi million. Probably billion dollar industry. College football's got to be a billion dollar industry. Of course, there. easily. Yeah, there's money there. Sure, there's money. It's at least. Yeah, you're telling me like all these it's billions at least of dollars. You can't pay the kids fifteen hundred dollars a third a month. of the NFL. Yeah, it's five. It's a five. It's at least a five billion dollar enterprise. Yeah, I mean they have national television games Saturdays, Fridays, and Thursdays. Five billion dollars a year. Not only should these guys get paid, every former college football player should get paid. Right. Every single one should have retroactive retroactive benefits. Or if you want to get paid, you just play baseball, you know, and quit the slave culture of football. Or <laughs> you can't you can't speak, can't speak up, can't speak your mind, you know. Is but that yeah, what they, they do. Be, is that what they do to your to you poor baseball players? You 
No, they they no. silence you. No, uh, no, baseball players are go hunt your fucking go squirrels. hunt your fucking squirrels. You just get paid, and uh, it's guaranteed money. It's like the NBA, you know. Um, and uh, if they cut you, you still get paid. And there's no the NFL. and there's no pushback at, about college baseball because nobody wears nobody Who watches college baseball. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. But these guys are being exploited in college football. Exploited. College football. It's yeah. it's grotesque, and it and it's it's uh, to me. I'm just like, uh, how? Why on earth would I get excited about that? Yeah. I can get excited about college basketball. College basketball. There's it's a much less violent game. It's true, but it's horseshit basketball. I'll watch it, it. I I can't even watch it anymore. It's pretty bad. But you got- I can't watch Mike Shashevsky. What yeah. a fucking fraud that guy is. <laughs> what do you got against Coach K? He's a shit coach. He's Why? a shit coach. Why and, is he a shit coach? Um, all these there's there's two good coach coaches but in the NCAA. No, but, I, but I want some read. I want. Some, I'm a huge. I'm a huge. Uh, Fan of Coach K. Give okay, me- why are you a fan of Coach K? Because he wins. Because he wins. Yeah. Okay, right. He's got the all-time wins record. Yeah. Against got what, University of Church of Little Crippled Shepherd <laughs> and fucking yeah, but he also Raleigh. Has, he also he also has mm-hmm. all those titles. Uh, yeah. And he took a program. Uh huh. That, that was that no, was good. The legend of the little crippled shepherd. <laughs> Duke wasn't that. Duke, was Duke that good when he got there? Duke was fine. It was in the ACC. There were North Carolina. Believe me, Duke was fine. They were, they got beat on by North Carolina a little bit, but they were right in there but with North Carolina. What's your argument State. about him not being a good coach? What's wrong, little crippled shepherd? Because he's a fucking asshole. This guy. This You're guy. Not give me any reasons why I'm going to give you coach. a reason. This guy, fucking Mike Shashevsky, the the student paper was given uh, Duke basketball shit when they're on a lose on a losing. First treat. of all, he got Team USA blown out. 18 yeah. years in a row. Yeah, he did. He lost. He lost what with are fucking you guys Stephon Marbury. He, fucking. You're talking about in Greece? Coach K was the best thing that happened to USA basketball. It's not hard mm-hmm. to lose with Stephon what? Marbury. Yeah. No, he lost, bro. He, they, they had a third place finish yes. in 2000. That's yeah. it. That's embarrassing. They, they yeah, won that's everything. embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You're putting that all on the coach. Yeah. You're putting it on him, or Larry Brown. That, or the fact that all those European players, Pop. as we've seen now in yeah. today's NBA, the the non-American players have completely gotten better. Yes. No, any coach that coaches Team USA to anything but gold should be banned from Didn't the Hall of Didn't we have LeBron forever. on the bench in 2004? Thank you. And Kobe. And Kobe. The, yeah. guy, did, the guy had fucking Draymond Green on his fucking Olympic team. Didn't get off the bench. Didn't know how to use him. Didn't know how to use him. Okay, back to Coach K's fucking letter to the students who would give him a little bit of shit about losing a game in the you know middle of the season. He writes a letter saying, like, I don't know what you're thinking. Get your heads out of your asses. You're acting like a bunch of little fucking bitches. He wrote this shit down. He's a mean fucking... Little he's a he sucks. By the way, I pulled this up. He I, is mean. You His have, face a mean will get fuck. all snarled you got, up. You guys yeah. haven't given. And why does he have? Why does he have? There's no reason. There's why always, he's a bad coach besides the 2014. He's a shit coach. USA. 
He's a shit coach. I'm every, saying it now. Every number would disagree if with he, you. Okay, cool. Yeah, because it's a bunch of fake numbers. If he was any good, he coached so in the NBA. Those, those, those. If he was wh- any good, he coached in the NBA. Even Rick Patino coached in the NBA. This is not true. It's 100 percent true. First of all, he was offered the Lakers job in 2004. Right, and, right, he, and he, he didn't take it. You know why? Because he, he knows he's a fucking fraud, and he knows you'll be fucking <laughs> exposed by real players. And so, you yeah, know, go fuck yourself, you Mike Shevsky. You know, th- this he's a fucking he's a fucking fraud. He likes this is Coach K likes Coach K likes to have a student section to lecture. Yeah. By the way, you want me? You, you, I look. I had to look up out of curiosity because mm-hmm. that's what I'm here to do for you guys. Thanks, buddy. Instead, that I, I hear I'm. Defending. I know you love college basketball. I know. No, I'm just defending Coach it's K. But anyway, Xavier and all that. Anyway, the 2004 U.S. Uh, men's Olympic basketball team. Bronze medal award winning. Look at the top five scores. It wasn't exactly the best put together team. Look at the guys on the bench: Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Stephon Marbury, Sean Merriman, and Lamar Odom. Listen, who else was on that team? Carlos Boozer, Richard Jefferson. You have Allen Iverson and Tim Duncan. That's all you need. Yeah. Who else was on that team? LeBron. LeBron was fresh out of high school. He yes. was already LeBron James. Twenty LeBron points. LeBron had played one year. Twenty points a game. He, He's oh, fine. He had he had been one year in the Chosen NBA. He'd one. already played in nine NBA finals. Yeah, and you know why he didn't play him? Because fucking LeBron chose not to go to Duke. He just decided to he go did. to the fucking NBA. His petty. He's a petty little fuck. Nonsense with a rat face. College coach. <laughs> Man, the hatred for Coach K. I just don't get it. It's unfounded. Oh, it's not unfounded. That it, guy's a fraud. I'd get it if you if you grew up in you know. Fucking Chapel Hill or something. He's a fucking fraud. But what do you mean he's a fraud? You're not. He's not me a good basketball coach. You just said yourself he had Allen, Allen Iverson and Tim Duncan and won the bronze. You're saying the the all time. Hold on, hold on. Let me just get the all time wins leader. The all time for bullshit wins. Wins leader. Yeah, is a bad coach. I'm saying he's a bad coach. Well, we're gonna look. Agree to disagree one of the, on this one. one. Of the, all-time great college basketball coaches, Jim Beheim, runs a seventh-grade 2-3 zone. <laughs> that And he has not changed it for 20 years. Yeah, there's something we can respect. Yeah. And, he doesn't do, and he doesn't wreak havoc on the little crippled shepherd yeah, exactly. every year. He plays real teams like <laughs> University of Buffalo. Five. <laughs> University of <laughs> Delaware hoop earrings. Yeah. Five-time... NCAA champion, 12 times to the Final Four. Yeah. Great, with a yeah, stacked keep, deck. Yeah, keep keep listing his accomplishments. Yeah, and that's what he wants. That's what he wants. Shooting them out of the air. Yeah. This fraud, hateful little troll <laughs> with his... <laughs> he sucks. With his empire of paid ever, players. But did you ever notice that Coach K always has a fucking unlikable, scrappy white fuck on his team? Yes, that is part of the recipe. Yes, agreed. Yes, that is his little representation of himself. Yeah, he needs assistant coaches that will yeah take the job and work for nothing, so that he can keep his whatever the hell it is a year salary. Yeah, and then he can go on commercials and pretend to be cool with all these NBA players. Oh, Duke, such an academy, such an academic academy yeah. slash. We're happy to accept all academic non qualifiers. You come on down, talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fuck. Actually, I don't know if Look, Duke, the guy, I don't know if Duke does I'll tell you what I do respect. He has found a place in the world for himself and he's become, you know, a king. Right? Does that mean he's good at coaching basketball? Not necessarily. He's a shit coach. He's a great king. 
you know? He's got a great kingdom. This is the worst take I've ever heard. This that's might all, be the worst take I've ever heard. It's the best take I've ever heard. That, it's all you got to do. You, that's all you got to do to be a successful college yeah, athletics look coach. Look, you how, just have to be an administrator. He's a great coach. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, how do you do it for the Dolphins? He stunk! That's what he did. Okay. He's not a great... And there's there's distinctions here, Lass. Right. You have a college coach. Right. Yeah. And that's what we're saying. College coach. That's what we're saying. What did Nick Saban do? What that's did what he we're do saying, in Andy. That, in that playoff game, or the championship game, he made the decision to go with an unplayed... Way to go. Oh, an unplayed yeah. number unplayed one five-star fucking recruit. Fucking recruit. Andy, yeah. we're not saying... It's a great look, coaching decision. We're saying that in order to be a good college coach in any sport, all you have to do is know when to tell the athletic director to go get your fucking dry cleaning. That's all you have to be able to do That's as a it. college coach. You just have to manage booster money. You right. have to know who to tell who to manage the booster's blood money. That's exactly. all you need to do. No player will become bigger than you because they're out of here. You're the mainstay. You don't care You're what about, people believe in. Yeah, the, and then you have to have somebody, you hire somebody who's a quarterback for to Michigan? pretend that they graduated so you have a a high graduation. The current quarterback? Sure. I don't know his name. If you What's care about the optics. Name? It's Jim Harbaugh. Okay, there you go. They, they have that. There they finally go. have Harbaugh's guy. There you go. I also don't follow college football closely enough. Right, because it's garbage. I also and need so a, is college basketball. I also need anyway. a day. You, you know, <laughs> we're digressing, guys. Okay. Here's what I... But no, okay. you, no but here's... here's I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go back to being corny about college basketball because I do okay. like it. I do think that at least the players... There's the upside. The, the downside of physical damage to your body is, mm-hmm. is def, significantly less than football. Yeah. And the upside of you get your face on TV all the time. You are there's only five players for people to you know you get more playing time. It's right. a, it's a, it's there's the there's a higher upside and uh, a much higher low side. To me, I love college basketball when the guys stayed longer and I got to know them. You know, like when okay, like when Derek Coleman came out, that was a big deal. When Jason Kidd came out, that was a big deal. I don't know these guys. They're McDonald's All Americans, and then they're either first round draft picks. Or you never hear from them again. You like you, you know? like a season. You can you can lose years of your life watching right right i like that that's why but you're n- now i you like a you like a 20 month season yeah 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 that's why i like baseball you know it's unending um you know all your favorite players social security numbers exactly i want to know them you want to know, know what makes them tick all right i get it yeah um okay so let's talk about the rest of this this playoff field um you got the Red Sox. You got the Yankees. You got the A's. You made Andy feel bad hammering Coach I K know, like that. I did. I'm sorry, Andy. I'm sorry. You know I don't like college basketball. Andy's – yeah. Ruther's now well, on the other – We got in a thing about Xavier last time. Ruther's now on the other side of the shack. I know. Drinking he's, drinking he's Kool-Aid. He's like, I can barely walk, but I'm walking away from this. <laughs> I do have something in common with Coach K. We both had back problems. <laughs> yeah. So I have that. I'm just tending to my back. Right. You guys I mean, your- you've been carrying this podcast for so long, you know? Like Coach K, you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, we, you're carrying Duke. We wouldn't. We wouldn't call you a fraud. No, you are not, not a fraud. Not when you're in the room. You are the guy. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go take a piss. You All guys right. can, I, okay. I can't hear, so call me a fraud when I do that. <laughs> All right. So American League, American League. I know nothing about. I know okay. The, I know we know the, it's. We I know, know it's, the Yankees and the Red Sox made the playoffs. Okay. That's all I care about. Houston's good. Houston's great. And Houston's the best team of all time. Right. Houston's, Houston's the best really team, good. greatest team of all time. I know, yeah. I know everything about the American League. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like the American League version of the Milwaukee Brewers, the Oakland A's, 
Yes. They made it. They, they made it. They made it, and I th- they almost won 100 games, and they are – My uh, Oakland A's. 30, your Oakland A's are 30 out of 30 when you're talking about payroll. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, you know? That really thumbs its nose at my whole theory about baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Brewers and the A's. If the Brewers and the A's are in the World Series, I mean, are we going? Fuck. I mean, go up to Oakland? Yeah. I I don't Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. The Brewers and the A's would be so great. How hard would it be to get tickets to that? The A's the, the A's eh. I, I I really think it it's can doable. Be done. Yeah. It's doable. Yeah, it can be done. It's I mean, doable. like the Brewers play the the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. Like, I think it can be done. Oh yeah. You know, so Brewers yeah, if A's, that can be done, then the yeah, then the, the Brewers, yeah, the A's can be done. Yeah. All right. Um, on oh, the show, man. we play like to play a little game. We'll get into the National League in a second. We both think the Brewers are gonna be. Uh, they're going to win the next three World they're Series. They're going to the fucking World Series. Yeah. We both think that. So. What's the point in breaking it all down? Yeah, we it's need the to Brewers in the fucking World Series. We play this little game called Dude or Not a Dude. All right? And the, there's no real rules to this game. We, I'm just going to shoot some Brewers at you. Uh-huh. Um, and the only rules to, to whether a, a guy is a dude or not a dude is, uh, one, you can't be a virgin. Uh-huh. And two, there are no rules. It's just what you're feeling. Uh-huh. You know? So I'm gonna throw some Brewers at you, and you just give me your gut feeling. On Can't it. be a virgin. <laughs> yeah, it's the only rule. Cap- yeah, Captain America, not a dude. Tim Tebow, not a dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's take it back to '82. Uh huh. Raleigh fingers, dude. Right. Dude. I mean, rocking that mustache. Rocking that mustache. That train conductor yeah. mustache from you know 1865. Those, you know those pictures of like, of like. Oaxacan warriors with like a shield and, a, and like a woman on their leg, yeah, like on the ground, yeah, h- hugging their leg, yeah. That's how, that's that's how like, Raleigh. That's how Raleigh fingers. About fucked. Raleigh fingers. Yeah. That's how he fucked. <laughs> that's how he left every bar. Yeah, with a fucking please sh- more Raleigh with a chick in and in, in some sort of animal skin outfit wrapped around begging his leg. him to stay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 total dude total fingers. dude right who um, ro- I mean just just personalized just branding before branding was branding <laughs> right right Raleigh fingers really would kill in this time yeah he know? would yeah How I don't know how nobody is rocking the wax mustache has anybody rocked the wax mustache up there on, in the big leagues yeah I feel like somebody has um I feel like somebody has but I don't know if you can I mean get to it. me to me it's a barista thing now yeah you know oh man but imagine if you could just be on camera center of middle of the action throwing 90 95 plus and just pristine Pristine. flawless untouchable mustache handlebar mustache uh, that was kind of a layup the raleigh fingers such a dude dude. such a dude all right well thanks for taking it easy all right okay i'm gonna go to kind of the other side of the spectrum because i don't i don't even really know where this guy falls it's paul molitor Oof. My favorite player. Yeah. My favorite baseball player of all time. He was my That was your guy. He was my guy. Yeah. Um Was he a DH even back then? I'm gonna say this. He's Oh uh, yes he was. Yeah. Yes he was. He At was the a end. Young DH. Yeah, he I mean, yeah, he would they would I think he would play first base. Yeah. When he played at the end. But 
but yes, he was. But I'm DH. talking early Milwaukee days. Did he play third or was he a DH? Um, yeah, I think he part-time? played third. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, but yeah. the, I mean, Paul. Yeah. To me, he's either like not a dude, or he's a fucking. He's so much of a dude. He's like a secret sexual deviant. He's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal. Yeah. yeah. No, he's not your dude. Yeah. He's 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 uh he's he married his his high school. So I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah. But he just strikes me as a a one a one woman man. Yeah. So I mean, he still could be a dude, you know. With his, he's not a virgin. No. So he could still be a dude. But what is your gut feeling? I I think he nailed it. He, I I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, that Paul Mahler is a fucking animal. Yeah. He just knew how to fly under the radar. Yeah. And his whole career happened before cell phones. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I need my favorite player of all time to be a dude. Be a dude. Okay. Um, Phil Garner. Was that him? Would you guys have Phil Garner? Scrap Iron? The, um, he was the second baseman, maybe? Yeah, the second baseman. Yeah. You're, oh, you're talking about... Uh, God damn it. I mean, your nickname's Scrap Iron. I'm thinking you're a dude. Do you remember this guy? Yes. The second baseman for that entire era. He hit like 214 career. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he really wasn't that good. He might have just made his like bones on just being called Scrap Iron. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because isn't, isn't Scrap Iron like the last, like that's the, that's the remnants of some shit? That, yeah, yeah. It's like you're just the leftover fucking pieces let me, put, um, let me put it this way: If you're if you're banging a girl, if you're at the bar and, and your boys are like, "Yo, man, take Sally home. She's the scrap iron of that group." Yeah, that, I mean, Sally's been around. Yeah. So Phil Gardner. Phil Gardner's definitely been around. He was definitely this. I mean, he was the scrap iron of that team. Yeah, that's all. Those what, other teams. What, were why did full that name not sound right to me? Yeah, Phil you're Gardner. Just, you're talking about yeah. the manager, right? No, 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 no. He was. He was. The, this is. I was sticking with that '82 team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, because he managed. There's Phil Gardner who managed the Brewers for seven years. He did manage. He did manage the team later, but he did play on that team. I'm fairly certain. Same Phil Gardner. Phil Phil Gardner. Yeah. Got a great mustache. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, that's not. No, yeah, that's, that's not the second good. baseman though. Who was the second the baseman? Second baseman. Was Can you look up who the second baseman the eighty two fucking Brewers was? He was there. He, I mean, I I watched the guy play baseball three dozen times. Um. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Phil Garner was a dude, though. Scrap Iron's a no, dude. No, you're, you're right. It's the same yeah. guy. Yeah, it is. I'm pulling up his stats. Let's, yeah. see, let's see what he got here. Uh, Milwaukee super fan Nate Craig. <laughs> he played from '73 to '88. He played in a lot of different teams. He played um, for 15 years in the big leagues at what five nine. He batted. His career average is 260. Oh, that's not terrible. Huh, that's great. Yeah, that's way better than I thought it was. Yeah. He was, was, he was, was, he was not on the uh, 82 squad. Was, he wasn't on the Brewers. <laughs> he wasn't? <laughs> yeah, Phil Garner didn't. Yeah, all right. Phil Garner played for Oakland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Dodgers, and Giants. Phil Garner played for the fucking Giants? 1988. Never played for the Brew Crew. Well, all right. <laughs> We're moving on. But he managed the team for seven that years. That was literally the first time I've been wrong on this podcast. After 24 episodes. Minus the uh, Coach K take. Uh, Coach K is a fucking fraud. Um, I mean, obviously, Robin Yount is a like all-time dude. The guy rides Harleys, you know, 
was an MVP at shortstop, was an MVP in center field. What about Gary Sheffield? Oh, the ultimate dude. Yeah, right? Jim I mean, Gantner. Jim Gantner. That's Phil Garner, Jim Gantner. Jim Gantner. Yeah. I don't know anything about Jim, Jim Gantner. Gantner so. Absolute virgin. <laughs> Absolute virgin. Went home every night, ate graham crackers <laughs> in front of Law and Order. Uh, Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Line drives. Yeah. Himself. Swings harder than anyone. The most perfect swing in the history of swings. I don't know if it's the most perfect it's swing. It's perfect. It's easily the most violent it's swing. It's the most watchable. Yeah, it's it's exciting. quite watchable. There's so much yeah. to look for in Gary Sheffield's swing. Yeah. Yes, he's a dude. Yeah. What's yes. amazing about Chef, he came up as a shortstop. He was a shortstop for like 19 games, and they're like, Gary oh, Sheffield the is not hard. who you want banging your wife. No. No. No, 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 no. In fact, I would say Gary Sheffield is the type of guy you walk in and Gary Sheffield's banging your wife. Gary Sheffield doesn't stop. He points to you and keeps banging your wife. Yes. Oh, for sure. No. Yeah. And w when Gary Sheffield came up, like in 1988, like he was a scary black man at, at that time. And he was like 19 years old. And I think he probably scared rookie that whole Rookie with the team. Dodgers? No, he's rookie with the Brewers. Gary Sheffield? Yep. Oh, yeah, he was. I'm not yep. wrong on that. I was wrong on Jim Gantner and Phil Garner. Oh, I'm thinking of, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. God damn. I'm get, base, see, baseball just is like a, is a fog <laughs> of names to me. <laughs> that fucking stance, man. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't last long with the Brewers. That's nah. what it was. He was so good, too. He was so good. And I, I think, was so excited about I think, Gary Sheffield. I think he, gave, he gave you four years. Wait, Gary Sheffield came back to the Brewers, didn't he? No, I he don't did. know. He played for some teams. Gary Sheffield, this this is his career arc. Brewers. Mar what's oh, the Padres for a quick minute. Then he goes Marlins. Then Marlins, Dodgers, Yankees. Marlins, Dodgers, Braves, then Yankees. Oh, that's right. He was on the Braves. Yeah. Then that's right. he finished with Detroit. And yeah. then actually finished with the Mets. Oh, God, he's with the Mets? Bro, he started in 88. He finished in 2009. No. Yeah. He, he went. It's a man. 21 years. 21 that is years. amazing. 21 years of swinging as hard as you can. That's amazing. Fucking 12 times a day for 600 at bats. Whatever. 600 bats as hard as you can for 21 years. That's amazing. Yeah. 509 bombs. Yep. Yep. He's on TV now. He's good. He does... Uh, Who's he He's with? on Fox, right? Fox, I think. Yeah. yeah. And they when they roll out fucking creepy old fucking Pete Rose with those no, guys. No, they got rid of Pete. They got rid of Pete. They got rid of Pete before last year because of uh, you know those things surfaced that he banged like a thirteen year old back in the day. No, yeah. nobody's surprised at that. Yeah. Oof. It was like it was literally like a Oof. thirteen or fourteen year old. No, he had to. It wasn't like once. Yeah, it was a lot. It was like. Yikes. She she was his like girl in St. Louis or something. You know? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> child. She's, yeah. She's his side child. <laughs> um Okay, last one. Dude dude or not a dude. Milwaukee Brewers style. Um trying to make this some a name you'd recognize. Oh. Rob Deere. 
A great brewer. Oh, Rob Deere's a dude. Ah, total dude. Rob Deere's a total dude. I don't think, is there ever been a Milwaukee brewer who wasn't a dude? There's a couple here and there, but, you know, it's uh, Rob Deere. I mean, you've got Euchre, Bob. Rob Deere's the captain of the dude squad. Him and and Raleigh Fingers, you put them on uh, Mount Dudemore. Yeah, right? Right? I swing swing hard In in case I hit it. No, so when I hit it, it goes a long way. Exactly. That's the quote. Exactly. Uh, have you been to Miller Park? Yeah. Do you love it? Yeah, it's it great. It looks like a blast. It's great. It is great. It's really, it's, they nailed it. it was, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the perfect modern stadium, and it's so necessary in Milwaukee where, you know, half the season is just garbage weather. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it does suck that they took Bernie Brewer's mug of beer away. That was always kind of a, a dark day in the franchise when, you know, some asshole helicopter parents in, Milwaukee, in Wisconsin took away. Bernie Brewer, the mascot, used sure. to, every home run, he used to slide, slide down yeah. and slide into a giant mug of beer. Why did they take that away? Wait, because he doesn't it was, slide down he does, he slide Now he just slides down onto, like, just, like, gymnastic mats yeah he looks like i i do I, god damn it i, I have no I, idea i say yes. he, he looks like he looks like uh, he looks like the loneliest pedophile in the park like he, <laughs> he's just this old man with a big old burly mustache and a mascot head <laughs> and he looks like you know he looks like a, a retarded kid that made it to like 50 oh man no beer no beer for no you beer? it promotes an unhealthy lifestyle which uh is completely Avoided by the name of the team and the stadium and the t- owner of the stadium. There's a goddamn yeah. There's a goddamn like wh- wheat and barley symbol on your hat. It's you're the Brewers. It's a it's the brought whole, to you by Miller the whole Light. stadium is a mug of beer. Yeah, the whole stadium is a mug of beer. But God forbid our pretend mascot enjoy <laughs> so, uh, just a just yeah. a taste of his own hard work. You're you're like real mascot who's a real adult. Right, can't drink beer. It's not. There's not a. Chi- it's not a child. Bernie Bre- Brewer is a fully realized, grown mascot. Yes, he's not a real man. He's. A, he's. A, it's a fake head made <laughs> yeah. out of plastic and and petroleum products. <laughs> but but he still should be able to drink imaginary beer. I feel. Yes. I feel strongly about that. Yes. No, that's, used that's to terrible. Be a du- I had no idea. Bernie Brewer used to be a dude. Yeah. No longer no, not a dude. A, no longer a dude. That's the only Brewer's not a dude. He transitioned. Jim Cantor. He, he transitioned from dude to not a dude. <laughs> they took, he was, it was a forced transition. God damn it. They forced, they forced him out of his, it's, uh, you know, of all the people. I'm really disappointed. To make go, they tried to make me go to rehab, and I said, "Well, if you're going to take my giant mug of beer away, then yeah, why is yeah? I guess I'll go to rehab." Yeah, ugh, rehab's a goddamn gymnastics mat. Yeah, that's terrible. In front of everybody, oh, in fr- yeah. you have to be confronted with your sobriety every yeah, time. Everybody, everybody, when every everybody else is happy, time? everybody yeah. else is happy, and having you have a to great be like, time drinking beers. Ah, here I am. I have an illness. Yeah, I've got a problem. <laughs> I have Enjoy a disease. Enjoy your beers. Hey, yeah. no, don't forget about my disease. <laughs> I'd actually be willing to say this. Him sliding into a mug of beer, I'd say is the all-time best baseball home run celebration. It's great. 
Can it was you, so fun as a kid. Can you I was like, I, they was home and I'd turn and we'd be like, let's watch him go. Yeah. He's going to yeah. go in a beer. It was real beer in there. I, I was positive. Yeah. I was positive the yeah, thing had no real question. beer in it. <laughs> can and you I, think of anything better, though? It's like, I, I can't think of any better former or current celebration of baseball that celebrates a home run better than him sliding into beer. There's nothing that even comes close to it. I, I the, yeah, the Mets' I Big Apple was always. But what is that? The Giants have a foghorn. I mean, that's cool, but that's not fun. That's not fun and exciting. What the fuck did they build that giant slide for? You know, I heard that when Coach K goes to baseball games, uh, every time there's a home run, he pinches a child <laughs> with his rat face. <laughs> when did I? You know, I like Coach K because he wins, but I'm not like diehard Coach wins. K. Great Whatever. wins. You know, <laughs> I like winners. Look, like I'm just saying, he brags about some really, you know, shitty wins. Like, I'm fucking 35 and three all time at the Santa Monica Boys Club. I don't fucking yell at everybody about it. You know, beat some 12 year olds. Not a big deal. <laughs> all right. Since fucking Bernie Blue put him in the hall doesn't fucking slide into beer anymore. We're gonna slide into our DMs. Um, I called these fan letters earlier because I'm just an old fuck. Hey, Dirty Slides, do you think the, the celebrations for getting the playoffs, winning division, winning a wild card in baseball are a little out of hand? I'm all about a good shaker. But don't you think it would take away a little bit from the World Series celebration? MLB seems to be the only sport that does this. Let me know what you think and fuck Chase Utley. This is from Ryan Klatt at Ryan Klatt, rclatt18. You guys feel any which way about that i do like i do like the point i do think it is uh it's it only it's only a thing because of tradition right yeah like if you win the division and then if you win the pennant like winning the pennant like used to be a such a big deal right because there's only one round of playoffs um so it's tradition but but in any other sport that's a real big mistake Acting yeah. like that is just a big, big mistake. And when the Cubs did it, when the Cubs did it, celebrated when they won the, you know, the the NLCS before they won the World Series. Yeah, uh, I was like, well, this is a you guys are gonna lose this, now. There's one team that shouldn't be taking right. part in this tradition, and it's yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, and uh, so I get that. I do think it's it's it always strikes me as premature. It never doesn't. I don't have a real problem with it just because the season's so goddamn long. The season's so long. Yeah. yeah. And, and and it takes and it's like it's so hard to make the playoffs in yeah. baseball. Yeah. I get and it. And that it, they have they have expanded baseball playoffs in the, you know, the last 10 years. Um but I mean, look, you're going to be on national TV, everybody's going to see you play. Why wouldn't you celebrate? I don't have a real problem with it. Well, my take has always been this. You know it would, Coach K. Stick with the tradition. And the tradition was mostly, right, you celebrated winning the pennant in the World Series. Wasn't that tr- that's a, the tradition? I don't know. You win the division. Like, when I was a kid, I'd see, you know, the Giants won the division a couple of times. They fucking champagne in the locker room. And when, they say, when they say you win the pennant, you win the American League pennant or the National League pennant. That's what, yeah, that's what that means. Right. Correct. Right. I mean, look, right behind you is my old Reds. Look, the one directly behind your head yeah, is, when the they won the, Reds. is when they won the division, the, the one that says wire to wire. Right. Are they celebrating? And that's pre-realignment of 95. Right. 
Right. They're they're celebrating with the fans. Are they celebrating winning the division? Like, are they? Yeah. Doing, are, but by celebrating, I mean, are they doing champagne and all that shit? Probably. They just didn't have a picture of it. But you know, they're they're out there. They're celebrating. You did accomplish something. Sure. It's not a big deal to me. You know what? What are they supposed to do? What did you see, Tommy Lasorda yesterday? I thought he was gonna die. Did you guys see he was in the locker room? That's I can't wait for him to die. I have, it might hate him more than <laughs> my Shashevsky b- because he disowned his son because he was gay and then yeah. everybody always covered it up. Yeah, yeah. No one ever talks th- about that. I think he's a terrible old man. He is. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Oh yeah. yeah. His son. Oh, his, I can get on board with this. Yeah, yeah. his son died of uh, complications from AIDS, HIV, and to this day, Tommy denies that's how his son died. His son was gay, yeah. and to this day, his, you know, he's in denial about the whole thing. And uh, one of the first openly gay baseball players was a black kid from Oakland who played for the Dodgers, who was the guy who's actually credited with inventing the high five back in the 70s. Um, he was like Ricky Henderson before Ricky Henderson. He got drafted by the Dodgers. He started dating Tommy Lasorda's son, fucking Lasorda, you know. He Cut was him. banging Lasorda's boy. Yeah, he was. Oh, I didn't know wow. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I that's can't remember the guy's just, name, but that's just a, that's not that's that's a step above being openly gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being openly gay and banging the coach's kid. Not yeah, only, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't like going home. His son's getting banged by gay Ricky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't just you can't just fuck the coach's daughter. No, he no, stole he home. The he stole son. home. He stole home. Fucking plate yeah. and. Fucking the sort of Tell me that. asshole. I wish I remembered this guy's name. They did a documentary about Give him. Give a new definition to the term squeeze play. <laughs> well, I, I mean, think- dude, move. Fucking the coach's son. That's an ultimate dude move. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a more dude move. <laughs> exactly. But nothing beats the story. I've said it. The story of me going to the Dodgers Giants game three years ago on LGBT LGBTQ. I, I've lost so many track of right night and being in the owner's box. With all gay men and Lasorda. Lasorda was so uncomfortable, which made it so amazing for me. <laughs> Just gay guy after gay guy comes, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? And he's, <laughs> by the time he gets to me, I, it, it's still posted. It's probably the best picture I've ever taken. It's me next to Tommy Lasorda, who's so angry. I'm like the eighth person to ask him for a picture yeah. during the game. He's just so angry. <laughs> And the fact that obviously he's just a giant homophobic old piece of shit man only just adds on to it. <laughs> we stayed there for the whole game. He stayed the whole game. Well, maybe he's not so homophobic. Maybe he was paid to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he's just old and didn't know that yeah. we were in a room full of gay men. He might not have known. My college baseball coach, the best thing about my college baseball coach to me was he hated Tommy Lasorda because. Tommy Lasorda owed him three hundred dollars. That's a fun. That's worth it. every penny. Yeah, I know. Lifelong yeah. hatred. How many times he gets to sell that story? Yeah. How do you? How? how, how where did the three hundred dollars come from? I don't. I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but it was like he was. Yeah, I mean he 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 spent <laughs> about stupid. two months in the show. A hooker. Yeah. It was, I, I hope it was a hooker. It's got to Yeah. It was probably something It's like got to be something good. You tell the story that many times. Yeah. I can't believe I can't remember. Um, here's our last slide in the DMs for today. This is from Jeremy M. At Red Eye Jedi 99. 
This is a dirty slides slash sports DMs. Good that you're here, Andy. How is it possible that we went through an entire base entire season of baseball without one mention of the George Brett shitting his pants story? Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I the reason I haven't talked about it, I just figured everybody knew about it. It wasn't we weren't talking about any new things. I mean, that overtook. Dirty sports three years ago. It overtook yeah. it. We said, leave a call sharing a story of you shitting yourself. We literally got calls for six months. We had to, Joe and I had to put an end to it. We're like, guys, we get it. Everyone has shit their pants. So the reason we haven't brought it up, Joe hasn't brought it up, because you had to fucking shut it down. Because apparently every <laughs> single one of our fans has shit their pants. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say most men have shit their pants at some point, right? Sure. I have. I have. Uh, it was a. I was a boy. Yeah. I was the last a boy. time I shit my pants, uh, yeah. I might have. Uh, I mean, I've done it as an adult a few times. I might have squirted out something when I was sick. I've I, definitely sharted before as an adult. I've sharted. Yes. I've yeah. sharted. That yeah. all counts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yes. I sharted in college while grinding on a girl on a dance floor. Oh man. And my buddy's like, "Yo, that girl wants to fuck you." I'm like, "I'm going home and changing my underwear." <laughs> there is no sex tonight for me. I just sharted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, George Brett. So my buddy Ari he plays on the gays with me. He, his dad is the team photographer for the A's and the 49ers. So he spent a lot of time in the A's dugout in the Niners locker room. And I'm just reminded of this because of the George Brett shit story. And if you guys don't know what the George Brett shit story is, just look it up on YouTube. And it's the story. George Brett is telling water, a, a rookie in his first big league camp about how he got so drunk and shit his pants last night. (laughs) (laughs) And like, this guy is like at first super psyched to talk to George Brett. And then by the end of it, he's like, all right, man, I got to go warm up or something. (laughs) He does. He does bail. (laughs) Yeah. And then like George Brett follows him. like to keep telling him the story. And so Ari told me the story about George Brett. And it just makes me think that George Brett is probably kind of like a shit deviant. Because when he was a kid, George Brett came up to him and he was like, hey, man, I'm George Brett. What's your name? He's like, ah, I'm, I'm Ari. And uh, he's like, what's your favorite movie, Ari? And he's like, uh, fucking Star Wars. And he's like, cool. You know what I like? Caddyshack. Caddyshack's the best movie. And Ari's like, yeah, Caddyshack is really cool, Mr. Brett. He's like, remember the time of the shit in the pool? The shit in the pool? That was the best. And now I'm thinking about fetish. it. What? Yeah, he's got a push. George Brett's got poop. George Brett has a poop fetish. (laughs) Yes. You want to title the episode? No, I think it's titled right there. That's what I'm saying. George Brett has a has a poop fetish, for sure. And it's we've gone wildly off topic today, but you know, the playoffs. The Milwaukee Brewers are in. The playoffs are upon us. You know. Um. So, before we sign off here, um, Nate. Yes, I will. I do have stuff to promote. Yes. That's a great question, Andy. It, yeah, I was about to ask it, but um, you knew it. You know, NateCraig.com has everything. All the stuff. Nate Craig related. Um, you know, all my streaming platforms, your Spotify's and your Pandora's, also iTunes and Amazon. Look out for my new album, Preferred Customer. It will be coming out mid-October. Uh, please feel free to sign up for my mailing list. All tour dates will be posted, and you will receive notification when I'm in your area. And when I release a special in the early 2019, uh, also the visitor's locker room is my podcast. You can find it at natecraig.com as well. And also watch Maniac on Netflix. I'm in it. 
Are you? Uh, I just watched the first episode. You're in it. Um, you play a great fucking asshole. Yep. You know. Yep. Acapella asshole. Uh huh. You know, kind of reminded me of uh, Trading Places, the scene where all the fucking white dicks are singing. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Are you in episode two? Do you have more action? I, I am in action? episode one, three, five, seven, and oh, ten. Oh, shit, bro. Yeah, dog, I'm in the show. You're in the show? Yeah. Oh, man, you're going to have a story arc and everything. Yeah. I can't wait. It's a great show. Get into it. It's Get fun. It I, I was nervous. I didn't know what there was going to happen. There was a little bit of drama in production. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Yeah. I, I like the show. I saw think a it's picture great. of you and Gabriel Byrne. Me and cool? Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I worked with them for almost two weeks. Nice. Two full weeks. And uh, the coolest. And uh, Emma Stone is just incredible. She's super talented, and her story arc is wild and very watchable. So check it out. Yes, check out Maniac on Netflix. Just came out this week, last Friday maybe? Yeah. Yeah. It's been out a week. Um, Ruther, you got any stuff to promote? Anything's happening with you? DirtySports.com. Dirty Sports. You're the man behind Dirty Sports. And, well, this is what I'll say yeah. to, to all the all the sliders. Yeah. Drop an iTunes review. You know what I mean? I always Yeah, man. It. We need a fucking we need some more reviews. We were hot for a while. And uh yeah. Give us a review. Tell us how fucking great or shitty we are. Doesn't matter. It all helps. Yeah. We're great. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Oh, if you guys do that for my album when it drops, I'd really, really suck yeah, all your dicks. Yeah, for sure. Do that for to, for all innate stuff and dirty sports and dirty slides. Um, I'm about to leave tomorrow for the uh, NABA World Series with the Venice Gays. Um, so watch us on Instagram stories. We'll be going on from tomorrow morning till hopefully Sunday night when we win the championship. Have fun with that. Where is that? That's going to be in Phoenix. Fun, dude. Yeah. Prano's going to be down there, hopefully, and going to be handling most of our Insta stories because it's hard for me to do that, manage, and play all at the same time. It's a lot. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's way too much. Focus on the game. Yeah, I know. It's a championship in front of your face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've got so much brown. I'm so happy. I've got two Mexican League All-Stars and a Dominican who plays in the Can-Am League flying in. You're loaded. Loaded with brown and gold chains, and that's how we do it. All right, let's go uh, get tacos and stop Coach K from harassing people on the board. Seriously. Um, remember, fuck Chase Utley. 